Previously on In The Moment. But no one sees it that way, apparently, because everyone I tried that with this year, they made me feel like an ass by still getting me a gift. (laughs) And it made me mad. Who's next? All right, so there's this podcast that I feel like I have to address, right? But before I do, I have a question for y'all. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this because I want it to be like a... Almost like a new segment, like help Mo, because I want. Why are you laughing already? <laughs> I'm being, I'm being serious. I am trying. One of the things I want to do this year that I feel like people don't do enough is to genuinely try to understand the other perspective. Mm-hmm. This is a thing I feel like a lot of people don't do enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have your, like you have your way of thinking, right? Because of who you are and how you operate and how you've grown up, and then you come across someone who has a completely different way of thinking, and the first thing you do is shut them down and. You know, call them whatever you feel like they are instead of taking a step back and going, okay, let me at least try to understand where this person is coming from. So I want to do this more often this year, right? And I'm going to start with this because I got, I felt the way the other day, right? Because now that the podcast is getting a lot more listens, um, obviously you're going to get a lot more ratings, a lot more comments. Most of them, amazing. People love it. You get the one person who's like, I don't like it. And they went out their way to tell everybody that they don't like something, right? right. And I, I never got that because if I see a video I don't like, I just keep it moving. There's so many other things that you can find that you like. Mm-hmm. Just go find one. Like, why did you feel the need to stop in your life and give something negative to someone who's trying to do something positive? Never understood it. Right. But I'll go even further than that. Growing up the way I grew up, snitching was never cool. Um, that's just what it is, right? It was never cool. That's just the way I grew up. I grew up the same way. Now, I remember specifically getting this lesson as a kid from my parents, and I wonder if anyone else has ever gone through this. Like, when I was younger, and I would go home, and I would say, Ma, so-and-so and them is talking crazy about me at school. She would say, so? Just like that. If I would go to my dad, same thing. Yo, they're talking crazy about me at school. So? I never understood, like, y'all don't care? Like, I got to do something, right? And my parents looked at it like, no, you don't. Why do you care? Right? Like, you're never going to be able to control what someone else says or what someone else thinks of you. So at some point in life, you have to get a grip on that and realize that what someone else thinks of you has nothing to do with you. Keep it moving. I didn't get that lesson when I was a kid. I used to feel like, Nah, if they talking about me over there... You got to get them back. I got to get them back. Yeah. I got to address it. I got to do something, right? Like, and no. I realize now as an adult that my parents were dead right. People are going to talk about you your entire life. That's never going to change. That's what it is, right? And it's usually going to be people who don't fully know you, don't fully understand you, have never met you, have never been around you, don't know anything about you. Let them talk. Why are you putting all this energy into this negativity? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that lesson has become so clear to me the more I do radio. Because as y'all know, once you start to really be vulnerable and put yourself out there and give your genuine opinions on a lot of different things, people are going to have things to say, mm-hmm. whether right, wrong, or indifferent. And it takes me back to those lessons I've learned from my parents. So, and it's that easy for me. Washes off my back. I don't care. Why would I? If we're having a conversation to where you're offering me constructive criticism, then we'll talk. We'll rap. If you're just somewhere talking about me, I'm glad. I'm winning. You're talking about me because you could not be. 
right? So it's like, I think about a lot of the people who struggle with this. <clears throat> and I do get it to a certain extent because there was a point when it bothered me to see certain opinions, certain feelings. Ramel, you've been very honest about that on this platform, that, that seeing things, right? And that part I understand. Here's where I'm disconnected. When the people see these things and they feel as if they need to go and snitch, you need to go tell someone else that so-and-so said this about me. That's the part I don't understand because I didn't grow up that way. I never got that. Like the whole going to tell the teacher, going to tell HR, going to tell the boss, going to whoever you're telling. Instead of me looking at these people as snitches or even in stores, like, yo, I'm the kind of person, if I walk into a store, I'm going to try to find it before I ask for help. Right. I won't bother nobody. Then if I can't find it, I'll come. Problem but solving the, skills. You see what I'm saying? I will try to figure out how to solve it myself right. before I go to anyone else and say, hey, look at them. That's just me. If I truly, genuinely have an issue with what someone said, which is what I'm going to get to in the next part of this segment, I'm going to go to them. I'm not going to someone else to say so-and-so said this about me. Because so what? Now, before I, that's how I feel. But I want to get y'all perspectives on if there's something that I'm missing in feeling that way. Because there's a whole lot of people who tell on people in this world. What do they get out of that? Mm, I understand exactly where you're coming from. But for people who do things like that, I feel like it's them seeking... Uh, validation? <laughs> validation. There we go. Okay. I was going to say validity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have rolled with it, though. Because you know what I'm saying? <laughs> validation. Okay. They want someone to be on their team. So if I tell you something that's bothering me about someone else, I'm telling you because I want you to be on my side. Mm. Oh. Agree with me. Right. Okay. You know? I do. I agree with you. It shouldn't be like that. Right. Like, because the clip that just went viral, I don't know if y'all saw it, but Chrysler was trending. because Did you see this? Was it no. Wendy's? Was that Wendy's? It's Burger King. Oh, it's Burger King. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was like, you want to tell them? Tell her mail. All right, so it was this drive-thru thing, right? And this woman, and she was getting an argument with the cashier at the drive-thru at Burger King. They were going back and forth over some change, basically. Mm-hmm. And he was like, she was like, I'm going to tell. I'm going to do this. I'm going to call the police. He's like, call the police. I don't oh, care about yeah. this job. Okay, I don't yeah, care yeah. about this job. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. This is extra money. <laughs> like, I don't care. And they were going back and forth. Yeah, He's yeah. like, what's your Chrysler? Get you a better car. Like they so you saw that video? Yeah, no, you That's what that. he's referring he to. He was just like, I don't give a fuck about this job. Call the cops. Right. I don't care. Wait, like, do you want your order or not? Like, it's gonna be five dollars in X, Y, and Z. Like Period. Right. And it's like everybody was taking sides, right? Like I'm on his side, I'm on her side. And my way of thinking was it took me back to when I worked at McDonald's once and this woman was giving me such a problem. And I wasn't even throwing it back at her the way he was. Like, I wish I had the kind of heart back then that takes me back to these new wave mm-hmm. of customer service. They don't care. Nah. Right? And it's like, she was like, I am going to tell on you, basically. The same thing this woman in his car said. And I told her, like, all right. Like, uh, do what you got to do. Like, I'm just thinking to myself, what does she think was going to happen? You going to go home at night and feel good that you got somebody fired? I don't understand that mentality. Or when she was like, I'm never coming back here again. I was like, lady, the sign outside says over two billion served. McDonald's is going to be fine. I promise you. They're not going to miss your little three dollar meal. I promise. Right. So I'm like, and this woman was saying the same thing. I am going to tell corporate. Then what? Right. Even if he does get fired. And that's what he was saying. He was like, what's next? This is one stream of my income. I don't care about this. This It's just extra money. You got a man fired from Burger King. I'm pretty sure worse things have happened to better people. 
<laughs> I don't understand that mentality. And before I trashed it, I said, no, I'm going to be the new Mo. And I'm going to try to understand first what people get out of being snitches and tattletales. Because I was always taught that that was corny. So, once again, in that situation, she just wanted someone to be on her side to say that I am the customer. You should not speak to me like this because I'm the customer. You should be like Chick-fil-A. It is your pleasure (laughs) (laughs) every time I drive through here. And if not, I'm going to make your life a living hell to make me feel better that I made your life a living hell and someone validated me making you feel like a living hell, even if you don't feel like you're a living hell. Like <laughs> That is perfectly put, and that's exactly my point. That's way too much of me destroying my own energy to try to ruin someone else's situation. I don't have that. Like, fam, yeah. you see what I'm saying? That's so toxic that you got to go through all of that to try to destroy someone else. And it goes to show you why, if we're being honest, probably eight to nine out of ten times, you see somebody that's quote unquote telling, running to tell on someone else or what someone else did or said, they already don't like you. You're usually the person that everyone behind the counter is going, no, you're the problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Now, I say that to lead up until this, because normally when I hear people with opinions on platforms and things of that nature, it doesn't bother me, especially if it's directed towards me. I don't care. This one bothered me. I don't know the name of the podcast. If I did know it, I wouldn't say it anyway. But did y'all see Homeboy go viral because him and his little friend thought it was cute to talk about black women? Yeah. You show me that. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. So, is her name Asian Doll? Stand by. But, Romeo, to give you a a real Why quick... Why am I always lost, man? <laughs> yeah, you in radio, bro. Get on Twitter. I know. I, Look I at the trending topics. Asian, I will. Asian doll. Asian, Asian doll. doll. Asian doll. So, basically, the first time I had ever heard of this podcast was with her being on it because he ended up kicking her off the podcast. And mm-hmm. all she said about this dude was she thought he was rude. She was like, I think you're mean. And that pissed him off so much that he started acting like an emotional... He started acting like an emotional bitch. I'm going to just say it. And then he kicked her off the podcast. And then the next clip that I saw of these guys, I guess they were trying to explain what happened in this situation. And they started calling brown skinned women night riders and darkies. Talking about we don't do darkies and we don't do night riders. Mm. They were trashing women. And I've seen a lot of women still go to this platform. I've seen a lot of black men go to this platform who probably have black mothers and allow this man Mm. to talk this crazy about black women and he's a person who apparently doesn't identify as black because when they asked him they never do you know how that go they say yo what are you fam he's like, yo my mother's this 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 and this and my father's this. yo you black we don't <laughs> you know care about that five percent we don't care we're not tiger woods tried this eventually he had to be black like stop it right <laughs> so it's like but what pissed me off about it wasn't completely just the fact that they felt like it was okay to sit on this platform and talk about women this way but not enough people addressed it to me. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like you always hear black women saying, yo, nobody defends us. Nobody steps up. Nobody comes to our aid when these men talk about us this way. And I think Joe Budden mentioned it and maybe Royce the Five Nine. It might have been another rapper who said something. But it pissed me off that so many black men and black women have very big platforms in this game and in this industry. 
And they let these two dudes talk this kind of crazy about women. They ain't say shit. They didn't say a word. And I don't like that. Because if this is what you're going to do for a living, if you're going to sign up to do this, right? Black women are screaming, yo, no one's listening to us. Y'all are not protecting us. And then you get these two clowns to get on this platform and do this. No one has a word to say. Because we live in this world where now these dudes have a million listeners. Because they trolled their way to that many listeners because there are no consequences anymore for the things that come out of your mouth. And I would love to go and tell someone what they said. But then what? So I'm addressing them. Now, unfortunately, my platform is doing really well. But it ain't where they would hear it yet. Mm -hmm. But I do know men and women whose platform is way bigger than mine. And they listen to my podcast. And I'm saying this knowing they're going to hear it. And I would imagine they might feel away. I don't care. If you have a platform where millions of people listen and you're a black, a black woman, a black man, if you're a black man with a black mother, with a black sister, with a black daughter, with a black wife, whatever the case, and you see two other clowns utilizing their platform to talk crazy about women in general or black women specifically, in my humble opinion, you have a responsibility to do something. Right. And to address it. And that's it. Y'all want to add anything to that? No. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that I got that out the way, uh quick shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Cause I swear to God, you probably even close. First shout out. Shout out to Jason Derulo. Usher. Yeah, I was like, who? Usher? Oh, y'all keep playing with Jason if y'all want to. No, I said Jason. Y'all keep playing. <laughs> nah, he got hands. Nah, yeah, yeah, keep playing. Hey, nah, I'm good. Good. He had that two-piece combo. <laughs> what? If we run into him, I'm going to point right at Romeo. Yo. <laughs> nah. Nah, yo, King. I'm going to be like, yo. Jason, the ruler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit them notes. Yo, boy. remember back in the day on this platform when we was talking about all of the corny men in Hollywood? And you said Jason Derulo was one of them? Sure did. Remember when you said that, Katie? I did. You still feel that way? Bop, <laughs> See? Say something. See? Like, I feel that way to an extent because of how he treated Jordan. Other than that, he can fight. I don't care if it was he Michael Jordan he treated like that. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> nah, he can fight. He's still corny. He got hands. But he can fight. Yeah, yeah corny dude can fight. I mean. I've seen his TikToks. <laughs> They're corny. All of the TikToks are corny. Corny as hell. But now, don't tell him that. <laughs> bah, bah. <laughs> It'll be a wrap for you. He got a nice two-piece. Lights out. He did. You got to have a nice two-piece if you're going to be that corny in public. <laughs> People are going to talk about you. Oh, you got yeah. something. Yeah, 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 you yeah. got to be able to have that. Now, this is the thing, right? Like, I'm torn on this because there's the part of me that's like, fam, you got to be smarter than this. You can't push your security out the way to go fight some dudes that just got something <laughs> to say, right? Like, we just talked about this. You see what I'm saying? People are always going to have something to say, especially when you're in the public eye. You can't fight everybody. And he stopped everything. They said, everything. Us, da, da, da. He's like, oh, what? Facts. First of all, you need new security. Okay? Because your security can't not only like keep you <laughs> safe, he can't keep you from fighting people. <laughs> what is he there for? Jason Derulo is homeboy security guard. At that point. Yeah. He, he was protecting homeboy. Yeah. He was protecting security. Right? I yeah. Yeah. But there's the piece of me that's happy he did this. Why? 